Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you guys have been listening to Ask Women for a while, you probably know my voice associated with some cynicism, maybe some jokes you're not a fan of, or maybe you are a fan of because you've got great taste. Well, either way, I've come a long way from that cynical gal, and I'm doing amazing things helping guys get their banter and conversation skills on track, as well as making those dating profiles look not so terrible. Or dare I say good? No, dare I say great. I get them looking great. And I've been doing it long enough now that I'm seeing actual results coming in from guys that I've worked with. Like, you know, for example, engagements, things like that. I have to say, I feel pretty good about my skills. And those dudes do too. So if you want to be smooth and witty in conversation or smooth and witty in your profile, you know who to come and see. And that's me, Kristen. And I'm at kristenandchill.com. All of my stuff is up there if you guys want to hit me up and uh, get my help. So again, kristenandchill.com. Charm more than just her socks off. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have the voice from the other side, a woman who interviews men about what they want. And she is going to share with us what she's learned. And don't think that I think that you're into dudes. That's not why we have her on the show. But she is going to share with you some of the things that they do that is bringing them great success with women. So keep listening. to another episode of the Ask Women podcast. This is episode like 3000 because we're in the year 3000 in quarantine. 24. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I'm uh, your host, Kristen Carney, of course, with Marnie Kinris. And today we have someone doing something similar to what we do, except on the opposite. (laughs) Get out of here. This is our space. No. Exactly. We have Mindy Kaplan, who she has a brand called Mailroom. It's a very smart name. Thank you. Yeah. But it's not for mail. It's for M-A-L-E. So basically, she is interviewing other men about what they want, what they're attracted to, about their sex lives. Exactly the same thing, you know, that Chris and I are doing with women. Right. So I just trying to help women. Yeah, but you're, yeah. you're helping women. So I just think you're a great person to have on this show because you can share some insights from the guys that you've been talking to with the guys that listen to this show as well. I'd love for you to share your own female perspective, because I think you're single, right? Yes, correct. I'm doing all of this in the name of research. Well, (laughs) what other research are you doing it for? Are you trying to find a husband in the process? Is that also part of it? Or what's the real reason that you decided to do this? Yeah. So the main reason is because I really wanted to recreate conversations that I was having with my guy friends because they would just tell me like it is. And as much as sometimes we don't want to hear that, it was really helpful. And it was also really hilarious because I'd be like, well, 
well, why do you do this? Well, he said that, but then he did this. So what should I do? And their advice is very direct. And I thought, if I could just bottle this and put it out there to the sisterhood, we might all be in a better position. Yeah. Well, can you explain to me why that's helpful for women and for men to understand how the other side works? Because we get complaints like this all the time. And then for my business, I coach men on how to understand women where they say, oh, why do we have to change? Why can't women change? Or why can't women do this work? So what are your thoughts on that? So I think there's so much miscommunication. And I think that if we can almost understand that we are a bit of a different species, then we can land in a place where there isn't as much confusion. So I think women do a lot of work and they analyze and then they analyze with each other and they want to be supportive. So their advice is supportive. And it sometimes can take you down a certain road of expectations where a guy will just be very simple in his approach or in his perspective to say, okay, if he didn't follow through, he's maybe talking to five other girls. So back off. And if he proves to you otherwise, great. If not, there's your answer. And so I think men just by design are a bit more simple and not as analytical when it comes to the meaning of action or lack of action. So yeah, I think it's just really understanding each other and then trying to make what what our guys have said is quicker decisions. So I think that was an interesting takeaway. Yeah, which is what we'd like to help the guys that are listening with as well. I'd love to hear your own insight on how you think that women work. Because you said men are a little bit more simple. Mm -hmm. And then you had said, we overanalyze. So when it comes to dating, mating, relationships, Mm -hmm. how would you explain the process for women compared to simple? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a good example. So this is actually one that came up on the show. We do this segment called text translations. So we have women submit their texts and then the guys will translate the text for them. So we had a girl who was just starting to see this guy and he asked her to go on a trip. And she was like, this is amazing, told all of her friends. And of course, the women are on board and thinking like, well, this is a step and you're going to be making more progress and you're traveling together. And it turns out the guy ended up just wanting to go to a fun place and has a good time with her and they're just getting to know each other. And so come to find out when they went on this trip together that they had a conversation about where things stand and she was already plotting for them being exclusive and what was to come. And the guy was like, I just wanted to have a good time. And that's all it was. You're fun. Yeah. And I think that's just one of the things that I think is interesting. And maybe it's interesting for your guys is do you have these conversations early on about expectations or do you just have fun and see where it can go? And that is such a big divide I find between women and men. It's like the age old, we want to define it and they want to just explore it. Well, quick question. What was the age of the guy and girl in that scenario? Great question. Okay. So the girl was a little bit older and he was a bit younger. So I think their age, she is 39 and he's 29. Oh my God. So I think that that's such a huge thing you have to take into consideration when it comes to this kind of stuff. Because when a woman's 39, clearly she's looking for something. Mm -hmm. When a dude's 29, he's clearly not really looking for something. Mm -hmm. So I think it's up to both parties to have responsibility to know their own position 
and look at the person on the other side and think, okay, what's the person's scenario right now? Now, let me operate in a way that's smart, both for me and him, but to ask questions. And so if you're a 39-year-old woman, you should have the, I think, internal sense that a 29-year-old isn't going to be on the same page. So Mm -hmm. you have to be smart and look at people's scenario and figure out the context Mm -hmm. that you're dating in. Yeah, for sure. Actually, do you guys want to play a little game with me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, 100%. so what if we went through? My son is like, I've been talking to tutors all week to try to interview tutors because our school is crap and not giving him work during this time period. And so uh, I've been instructing the tutors everything he's learning, and he's learning to count in fives. So in groups of five for age, let's go through each category of female and just give a stereotype mm-hmm. of where she is at. So from 20, then 25. 30, 35. My son's tutor would be very proud that I'm doing this properly. <laughs> but let's go through each age group and just, again, just roughly define where they could possibly be at and then potential tactics for dating. So 20 to 25, what do you guys think? She's looking to learn and have fun. And you also have to take into consideration maybe where she lives, if she's in a city or if she's in a really small town, it might be more of a serious phase of her life. So there's so many things to take into consideration. So a city or a girl who is career-driven, 20 to 25 in terms of dating, she's having fun. But 20 to 25, not career-driven, maybe lives in the country, could be looking for something serious. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. 25 to 30, Mindy. I would say about the same. I think still having fun, but like, maybe starting to look around a little bit more and get a sense of what she's looking for in a partner. But I think also that's such an interesting time of exploration to think maybe, I think I want this type of guy, but actually that type of guy, I'm learning so much about myself or the world. And I think sometimes during that age, you gravitate to your certain type and then maybe you find another type is more interesting. So I think you're you're kind of on the border of fun and peeking around and doing some some detective work to find the right guy. So what would be the mindset for men who are dating women in their 25 to 30s? And actually, we can go back to 20 and 25s as well. But let's start with the 25 to 30s. Like if they're older, if they're younger. I think as a guy, if you're dating a woman who's in her 25 to 30 years and you are too, I think it's a place to be very comfortable with having a conversation about what you're both looking for long-term because the growth phase is still happening. But now the serious phase is setting in. It's almost like looming in the background. Like it's like a sun rising or something. Like it's coming up. It's coming up the point where she's going to want to possibly get serious. So I would, in this phase, have a conversation in a fun, lighthearted way. But you never know a 28-year-old thinks she wants to be serious and then all of a sudden discover she doesn't. So I think it's an ever-changing phase of life. Yeah. Well, how soon do you think you have those conversations? Like, is that something you talk about on the third date or is that something that you talk about in stories so that you can kind of get a gauge on the person? Like, I guess it depends on who you are, right? About how serious you want to be. I like the stories concept where it's suddenly just, it's maybe three weeks you've been talking or two weeks you've been talking and then you start throwing things in and like, dropping Oh my God, my friends from high school are getting married right now. They're having babies. And then yeah. you see what she has to say, things like that. Exactly, stuff like that. I think it's an interesting tactic that a lot of the men that we've talked to have said is just saying where you are in stage of wanting a relationship or not. So if... If you just want to have a good time, get to know someone, then everyone kind of knows where they stand. And if during that process, 
you find that you want to be more serious, it's a little bit easier than coming out of the gates and presenting yourself as if you want something serious when you may not be in that place. And then the girl is hurt a lot more down the road because she's gotten all the signs from you that you were going down that road. Right, exactly. Well, actually, so before we jump to the next category, tell me about some of those signs that guys may unknowingly give to women Mm -hmm. that does potentially lead them on to say that they are more serious. Well, asking a woman on a trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, like such a, that's such a frustrating scenario because in that situation, the 29 year old guy, I think is either choosing not to look at what's really going on and ignoring purposely in a sense, because he doesn't want to approach her and tell her the truth. I completely agree with you. Those are misleading things to present a trip or something that mm-hmm. is, that's intimate. That is a next stage. That one too, I think like when you're opening up your world in a more intimate way, so meeting friends and then even some of these guys, I don't know if this is a new thing. It has not, has not happened to me recently, but something that came up is that a lot of guys are calling girls that they're really into. I mean, maybe now because we're living in this alternate universe, it will be between them. Yeah, they're listening to our show and we're telling them to do it. Well, hey, it's working. Right. We tell them to yeah, because I'm into this new trend. But that was one thing that I've been hearing more about is like, if a guy likes a girl, he'll call her. And so when you want a relationship and you're sort of like putting the clues together to make it what you want with the lens that you want, you're thinking, okay, I met the friends. He's calling me and we're having these great conversations for a long period of time. And then, wait, we're going on this trip and then some of the friends will be there too. So that's where now we have crafted this fairy tale of what's going on when the guy... With the help of your female friends, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because you were saying before, because your female friends are like, oh, yeah, he's totally into you. Yeah. He's going to on a trip. Oh, you're totally yeah. getting engaged. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. we're in. And the guy's like, no, I called you because... It was easier than a long text. And, you know, so I think it's a lot of that miscommunication. Yeah. So I think the guys that we're dealing with are different than the guys that you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the guys that you speak to are guys who seem savvy in dating and know what they're talking about. Whereas the guys that listen to our show are trying to get that first date or just trying to get a girl to respond to a text. Mm-hmm. So what if a guy is more in this situation? And you're advising women based on men who maybe aren't as savvy. What's the missing link between the guys that you are working with and the guys... And a lot of the guys that listen to the show, and I'm not trying to put those guys down, but these guys, a lot of the time, are trying to get past the first and second text to just get on the date. Mm -hmm. What's the qualities of the men that you are working with to know all these things, essentially? I think that your guys actually have a great... I say this competitive advantage. It's definitely not a competition. But I do think... The savvier the guy, the more red flags there can be to a lot of women. Yes, 100%. So like your guys, I think they do have an advantage because we've seen a mix of really charming guys and then we'll have just a more quiet, nice guy on and then we'll have an artistic guy. And so we try to have all different types. And I find that the more subdued, quiet, nice guys that may just need a little push to make the first move, I think the best advice is a little bit of comedy, making it like lighthearted in the approach or just being authentic and just making the first move and not being afraid of that and maybe have a little banter early on or 
just even get to the first date. So a lot of times, obviously this climate's a bit different, but I was finding that a lot of people were doing happy hours. So it was, if you're maybe the type of guy that isn't overly charming or the player type, just getting in there, being confident, asking to meet up or initiate that conversation. Women really appreciate it if they're in the same open space and they want to meet you. So I think that the guys that you guys are working with are in a great position. And I would just say, go for it. And I think they'll find good results because the competition in a lot of cases, they're doing a lot of the wrong things. Yeah. I just really want to reiterate what you just said about no red flags or you know, maybe they have some, but the guys that you may be working with or that I'm envisioning do have those player red flags, which can send women running. And it's so great that... A lot of the guys listening to this podcast don't have those red flags because they are just genuine and really trying to date. And so anyone listening to the show, I want you to know that that's a a huge positive quality to have. So let's go to the next category, okay? Because let's be honest, 20 to 30-ish, I mean, those red flags are there. But as you said before, people want to have fun. They're not as focused on the long-term relationship and settling down. So it's okay to have fun with people who do set out those red flags. But 30 to 35, what would you say about that group? What are they looking for? Who are they? And what would be the mindset for dating them? I would say 30 to 35 definitely stereotypically are ready to settle down. 30 to like 32, maybe still having a good time. But I think By the time you're getting into the mid-30s, I would assume a lot of women, if they don't need to get married right away, but that if they're going to be investing their time, they're going to hope that that person is marriage material. At the same time, there are a handful of friends that I know, and a lot of them I, I refer to, we say like selectively unattached, which means as you get older, even in your mid 30s and up, you've done a lot on your own and you are even pickier. So you may be more open to getting a little bit older and dating and still having fun without the same exact timeline. But I think once you get up there in your mid-30s, you're typically wanting to find the right person. Okay, perfect. What about 35 to 40? Or does it just continue on that same path as the age increases? As the age increases, the more desperate we get. So yeah. Well, I, so the thing is, any nobody on here is over the forty limit, so we can't really speak to that audience. But uh, we could assume. What about forty and up? I think that there's the you know referring back to these selectively unattached people. I think that there is a kind of a middle ground of people that aren't desperate and angry but they're also open. They just want to find the right person and they don't want to settle. So I think they may be more open to other types. So I think the younger you are, maybe you have rules to say, I would never date someone who's divorced. I would never date someone who's divorced and has kids. But then as time goes on, you might see, you know, some people are on a second wave and maybe they were married in their early 20s because they thought that's what they should do. And it turns out that wasn't the right person for them. So I think that the older you get, it's sort of interesting because a lot of women get pickier because they've done a lot. And then a lot of women also become more open to things that they they wouldn't have thought they would be open to before. Yeah, I completely agree. I totally agree. Kristen, what are your thoughts? It was funny because that entire time Mindy was speaking, all I wanted to say was, it's interesting because women become pickier and then they become 
more open-minded. And it's really strange. It's like a dual thing. But I just think at this point, you have to use common sense and treat people with decency. If you're 40 plus or 35 plus, don't date around and play around with people because one, the clock is ticking and two, you're too old to mess with people. So just be wary of being a polite human being when you're dating at that age. Yeah, I completely agree. We're going to take a quick break and then come back after the break and talk to Mindy about dating during coronavirus because you are single. So I want to hear about the things that you are doing, things guys are offering and the things that you are saying yes to. So we'll be back after this. So for my birthday a few weeks ago, I got a gift card to this place online that sells a whole bunch of different brands of skincare. And so I just kind of haphazardly was like, yeah, I'll take this and I'll take that and I'll take this. I've been breaking out ever since terribly and I don't know what's doing it. So then I had to stop using it all. And now I need to start implementing the products back in to see what was the cause. It was a lot of money. And basically, I just paid for zits. Well, actually, my sister did because it was from her, but it wasn't her fault. I am so mad that I don't have something that you guys have, which is Tiege Hanley skincare for men that is super user-friendly. It's all planned out for you. It sends monthly and you don't have to go through the guessing games of what I'm going through right now. And it's super cheap. But I don't mean cheap in the quality sense. I mean cheap in the cost sense. It's high quality, great ingredients for your skin that's going to make you look so refreshed and like you care about how you look, which is a good thing. And it's only $25. But if you go to tiege.com slash askwomen, you'll get an even better deal on your first box. That's T-I-E-G-E dot com slash askwomen. Start taking care of your skin today so you can uh, look good on that date tomorrow. Go do it. There's no reason to wait. Your skin is begging you. If not now, when? Tiege.com slash askwomen. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, I bet you would bet there's nothing to bet on. Well, I bet you're wrong. Because our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, as they are bringing the Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor. Big Brother, American Idol, yes, TV shows, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's all open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus with promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS as in Sam, 50. Bet online, your online wagering solution. As I told you on Twitter, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health. I found a solution for weight loss, and it's Awaken 180. My friends in the media told me about Awaken 180. It's their go-to program to lose weight without killing yourself in the gym or taking any kind of medication. Just listen to the success stories. My boy, Kyle Draper, he dropped 30 pounds. Andy Grish dropped 105, and that's not it. Scott Zolak, Steve Logan, Dan Reeves, Dr. Laura Carmen, and add Cedric Maxwell to the list. 
It's only been about three weeks and I've already dropped about 15 pounds. Turn these trying times into a reason to get healthy like me. Call Awaken. Receive the same one-on-one coaching I'm getting at home or on Skype. Also access 1,000 recipes and tools you need to your weight loss from the company who has revolutionized the weight loss industry. Set up your first consultation today at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. All right, we are back with Mindy. And again, if you want to check out her show, because it might be interesting to hear some of the guys talking, like even just being able to mimic the way that they express themselves, the lines that they say to women, how they text. Because you said that you show texting examples as well. I think it would be a great way to learn some of these savvy moves that other guys are using that you can replicate. Where can they watch this actually? It's the mail room, but where can they watch this? Yeah. So the easiest place to go is YouTube. We have two episodes up already and we have three more to come. And then the podcast is on Spotify and iTunes. And then also we are going to have a bi-weekly live streaming show, which will be on Twitch every other Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So we're going to recreate the show and have all different types of guys on there. And this way we can actually interact. So if you guys have any questions, you can write them in or actually type them in. And yeah, we'll be testing out this new platform starting next week. Oh, amazing. So I started this new Facebook group because I have realized since this, you know, since the coronavirus, how important, I've always known this, but how important a community is, a support system, people who are thinking going through the same thing as you. I mean, that's the whole world for right now for Corona, but... I created this Facebook group for members of my site so they can share experiences with each other and then critique each other, give advice to each other, support one another. So I think that Mindy's show would be wonderful for guys to watch to just see what other guys are doing that is bringing them success and getting them into a space where women are misreading their signals and thinking that they want more. Okay, now we're going to dive into Mindy and you being single and dating right now. So can you tell us how dating has changed for you or has it changed for you? Are you operating the same way that you were before? So quantity-wise, not as much. What I'm excited about is I think there could be this new depth within connections of people that could come out of this. I'm hopeful of that. But are you seeing that for yourself? I had one, definitely not. And then I had another that seemed more interesting. So the first one was early on when this had started. And I thought, wow, I think maybe people will make the time and you could sit and have a drink with someone. And because people are in a time of reflection that this could be bonding. And then by the time you escape, you meet in person and you know maybe that you've laid the groundwork. So I think some people are thinking like that. I think other people are still finding ways to be smooth and try to juggle multiple... Way them to get out of quarantine? Yeah. So I haven't seen anyone you know, offering to escape or anything, but what I found is I think people are who are quarantining solo are definitely like longing for that connection. So when people are connecting on apps, then it's evolving into more conversations. We actually tried this platform where you could do speed dating and it was three minute speed dates. So we did an event for that and I met some people that way. And that was kind of fun because it's a quick way of meeting someone, having a chat, 
and then continuing to talk if it's interesting. So is that a Los Angeles dating event or was specifically? New York. Oh, you're in New York. Okay. So do you mind saying the website that had done that? Because I think that's a great resource for people to... And I'm sure it's all over if they wanted to find it. I've seen yeah. a whole bunch pop up as well. It's all over. This one is called First Date. And you sign up as a host and then the host can invite people. So I can show you how if you want to do it with your community. Because I really... I love what you guys are doing because you're educating men that are open-minded of tools and tactics and ways to really understand women and to also meet them in different capacities. And then we're finding that a lot of guys want to know what other guys are doing right and wrong. So we're hearing too from some men that are saying, oh God, I would never do that. Or that reaction got this reaction. So I I wonder if that's something I should do more or less of. So I think that that's kind of interesting to compare notes. Yeah. Do you find that... I don't know if you've connected with anybody. You said there was one good one and one that was more interesting. So I'm guessing you haven't had strong connections with people. Do you find that you're using your dating apps as much or really finding somebody or just for a distraction right now? So I actually... I haven't been on dating apps for a really long time because it felt like they were very transactional. And I love meeting people in real life. So I can see if there's a chemistry or connection and if he's confident. I prefer that. But during this time, I actually downloaded an app again and I'm getting back into it slowly. But connection I made was great. It's just, you know, you're having a conversation and you're able to get to know someone without any distractions, which is really nice. So the person I connected with was great. I don't know that like there was a real like excitement there, but a really good person. And it was nice to kind of feel like you're back in the game again. Like you're actually flirting and like, oh, I haven't done that in three weeks. It's nice to get that rush again too. I saw something on Instagram and who knows if it was real or if it was staged, but it was two people who lived somewhat close in an apartment complex that started chatting and what they're doing and like they're kind of dating now in a way like they're kind of seeing each other and they've set up their tables like on their balcony and so they cook dinner at the same time and then they go out in their balcony and like they've got like a little candle lit and having like a date from afar which is really I cute. saw I that the other day on my street did? actually I don't know if it was a date oh. but it was a, it was a girl and a guy sitting outside with masks and they had chairs 10 feet away from each other I don't know if he had come over I did not recognize either of them. So I didn't think they were neighbors, but they were like in their early 20s. And maybe he drove over with a chair or I don't know if she provided the chair. That would be very sanitary. But they spaced themselves apart and they were having a nice conversation and and it looked like flirty body language. So I assumed that it was some sort of date or they had been dating early on before any of this happened and wanted to continue things. But yeah, I I love those, those ideas. Those things are really cute. I have this one friend... She's in her mid-30s. She has a son. She's going through a divorce. And she is on this site called Fled or Fleed. It's for casual encounters. But it's just for people who like don't want to be super serious. But some of them still really want to be super serious. Anyway, so it's not like sex. It's just like people who are not in a rush to be in a relationship, basically. Hmm. But she has said that she has offered and has had a few guys where they've said like, can I come over and cook you dinner? So they're, they're like, people are still sort of not completely following all the quarantine rules and doing stuff. And so guys that she'd been talking to for a long time and even prior to all of this, she is kind of continuing dating 
and interacting with. I've heard that. Yeah, this guy recently said he asked a girl who had, he had met right before everyone went into quarantine to go on a walk and they both had dogs. So they took a walk, but they were you know, apparently six feet apart or further apart during the walk, but they did go on the walk. And then he wants to ask her to go over to his place because he has a rooftop place where he can grill. And so he's basically saying, come over and we're just going to be outside and far apart from each other. So it's like, they're not totally following the rules, but yet it's still somewhat creative in yeah. within these guidelines somewhat. Yeah. My point of sharing that story and you sharing that story as well is that people are still connecting. It's not like you're sitting on the other end of a computer just waiting for months to pass before you eventually meet somebody. There are creative ways and there are people who are open to meeting. I think if if they understand what you've been doing in the quarantine process, I mean, it's similar to them. And also depending on how much they really like you and what potential they see in the two of you, which I think is nice. I don't want to like promote anything and tell people to get out of their house. But like, there are creative ways to do these things. All right, I'm going to wrap up the show. But Mindy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this information. That was really, really helpful. I think guys should go check out The Mail Room. Mindy said you can see it on Twitch. You can go on YouTube. You can listen to her podcast, which is on Spotify and iTunes. That was really wonderful information. And maybe later on down the road, you could produce a show for us on our side to help guys instead of helping the ladies. So once you have a few more episodes up there, maybe we can do something together. And then Kristen, Kristen, the amazing banter coach, people who are listening to this now, well, it's too late because it's going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m. where she is going to do a Facebook Live with me for my guys on Facebook. But I am going to continue doing these Facebook Lives on a weekly basis, having different experts come on and just give you tips and tools for being a super successful guy with women and for yourself. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week.